man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind Is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do And homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those women more boys raised on shotguns We say grace and we say ma'am If you ain't into that We don't give a damn Came from the West Virginia coal mines And the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I had a good friend in New York City He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43, my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can
advising him to announce his candidacy uh, months ago. I think Steve Bannon was one of those. Not clear on who it was, but several people that are prominent in our world of patriot communication were doing so. And he, I think he did it it's fine. He did it now. Uh, one of the reasons for ad- announcing promptly, early, is to close out the race, to make it clear, don't let anybody exploit the fact that you haven't yet announced to entertain or to convey the idea that maybe you won't. So uh, somebody, anybody, let's pick at random, let's pick somebody. The name Ron DeSantis comes to mind. If your name is Ron DeSantis, if the president hasn't announced, and even if you yourself are quite certain he is going to run, you know that there are people out there who are fretting, worrying, wondering, will he run? Well, that creates an opening for you as Ron DeSantis or anybody else uh, so that you can, it gives you a cover, actually. Well, I'm announcing because, I'll I'll kind of act this out here, I'm announcing uh, I'm running for president or I'm acting like I'm running for president. I'm giving you, you the impression I'm running for president. I'm seeking your support for such candidacy, and uh, not because I'm against Donald Trump, but because I, like you, I'm not sure whether he's going to run. We better get somebody in there. Maybe he won't run. We don't want to get caught flat-footed, do we? So that's why I'm running. And, of course, we all know Donald Trump's going to run. He said it over and over again. uh, You know, you're going to be happy with my decision. I won't let you down. Uh, You know, and what, 500 other hints, not hints. But he, he didn't didn't make the announcement. So this is good. Now that there's that excuse isn't there anymore. If Ron DeSantis or anybody else wants to announce for the presidency in 2024, they are now announcing overtly, clearly against Donald John Trump. That's good. That's what we need. And I'll tell you what, that's going to cut down the list of people that are going to announce drastically. And those that are stupid enough to announce, it's going to increase the uh, pain factor (laughs) for each of those people exponentially. Uh, and the harder the harder they run against Donald Trump, that is, the more critical they become, uh, the more vociferously the MAGA movement will respond in kind. So, and I think I think today I didn't see the story, but I I saw a headline that Ron DeSantis told those urging him to run or his people who are signing on to his program, I I saw a two-word request from Ron DeSantis, which was, cool it, cool it. So I think the pucker factor and the heat factor went up exponentially for Ron DeSantis in the last 24 hours. And his response is, uh, cool it. 
And that's exactly, that's a very good response. That's what we and everybody in the Patriot cause wants. We must, Donald Trump is our candidate for 2024. We don't need to waste our time and our energy on some kind of internecine pugilism within the Patriot cause. That's stupid. We're, we're, we're going to need every single ounce of energy we have to fight our enemies. We don't need to fight ourselves. So anyway, that was wonderful news. Now, let's talk about what he said last night, what you heard here, and what some of us uh, had a chance to listen to again in his more than an hour of eloquence. He was spot on. Very good. It was. Uh, so, well, I'll tell you. Let's see who had a comment on that. Um Mike Huckabee, former governor of Arkansas, Mike Huckabee commented on it. He said this was a beautiful speech, one of his greatest. And he said, if he keeps giving speeches like the one he gave last night, he's in the White House. Nothing can stop him. It was Mike Huckabee, very astute observer, Mike Huckabee, commenting on what we all heard last night. So we might we might uh, play a little of that back some of those highlights from that that's the best news i've had since we met up last night and the let's see other good news it was a piece of good news yet another who knows what it was false flag uh an effort to start world war three whatever it was the story that broke out a few days ago two days ago that russia russia Vladimir Putin, yes, Satan himself, had fired a missile into Poland now. Yes, Satan is firing missiles into Poland. Aren't you ready for World War III yet, boys and girls? He fired a missile into Poland. It hit a farm and two people died. Oh, Martha, we better start World War III. Well, turns out on all these things, Hold your breath, count to 10 before you react to these false flag announcements. Uh, even Donald Trump should have done that himself uh, because he actually commented on that missile strike, so-called missile strike, in his campaign announcement. And he would have been better served to wait another 24 hours to find out, oh, surprise, surprise. I don't know how they found this out, but somebody blew the blew the whistle on the truth, the missile was fired out of Ukraine by Zelensky's people. Oh, I see. That is, that's not a Russian missile, is it? That's a Ukrainian missile. Well, should we start World War III against Zelensky? <laughs> you, 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 attacked an, you attacked Poland, a NATO country. Oh, my goodness. We better in, invoke Article 5. And go to war against Zelensky with everything we've got. Let's pull on nuclear preemptive attack. So anyway, it was an, a Ukrainian missile. Now we don't know. What, how did a Ukrainian missile go 
west into Poland instead of east. And why was a Ukrainian missile being fired? It's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold grind The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see I live back in the woods, you see Me and the woman and the dogs And the kids and me <laughs> Here we are this is the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show, back in the woods here. Uh, this is James Kelso, your host, for the next hour, a little bit less than. And uh, this is our Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time show, live. You're invited to participate at 512-248-8252. Did you see how I reeled that off? And the uh, today is April 20th. 2023. So there you go. Now, let's get the show on the road. The uh, I want to start with my first bit of good news. I love good news about the Trump phenomenon. And this is truly good news. This is extraordinarily good. There's a website I did not know existed called, let me find it here. It's something, they use the number 538. 538, they call themselves that. And I was trying to figure out, what, what are they signifying? And I, I figured it out. There are 435 members of Congress. There are 100 senators. They're, they're in, you have 535 there are some more, some extras that are non-voting members. And I think when they created their organization 538, there were three non-voting members. Well, now there are six, but they didn't change their name to 541. <laughs> There's still 538. Now, here's your quiz question for the night before we get down to the, the uh, matter at hand, the good news coming from 538. Who are those six non-voting members of the U.S. Congress? All right, I'll, I'll bet you there's somebody out there that knows the answer to that. Scratch your head for a moment and think, who are the six non-voting members of Congress? Well, and surprisingly, three of them are Republicans. How do you like them apples? Uh, American Samoa, the District of Criminals, <clears throat> I mean District of Columbia, Guam, the Northern Mariana Marianas Islands, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Now, that one from the Virgin Islands has the most communist uh, representative. That's not one of the Republicans. Uh, let's see. The Republicans are uh, American Samoa, Guam, and Puerto Rico. Isn't that Surprising? Actually, it is, isn't it? Uh, they're non-voting members. However, now, here's now let's get to the heart of the matter, the good news coming from 538. Here's what they do. Interesting, too. Great, great idea that somebody had to create a website and an organization. 
they log and track all of the endorsements of the 538, now 541, congressmen, the senators, and they also add in their other people like governors. And they, they, they then tabulate out of that a score for each political candidate. So, obviously, I'm interested in Donald John Trump. And I was sure, of course, that he had the most endorsements. But little did I know how good it is. <laughs> let's, let's delve into it right now. Let me go to that website. And uh, where is it? Here it is right here. 538. Now, what they do is for each, I don't know what their weighting system is. With a bit more research, I could know that for you. But they give a certain number of points for every senator who endorses you. A certain number of points, certainly less points for each congressman. A certain number of points, more than both or either, for governors. And so that's uh, apples to apples. That's fair. But under that system, here is the current tabulation of endorsements. And I adumbrated this. I said Donald Trump is far outpacing Ron DeSantis. But as I say, I didn't know the half of it. So how many points has... Now they have uh, five candidates showing that have received endorsements. And the first one, let's dispense with the first one right now. Here is the first one. And here is the theme music appropriate to Mike Pompeo. Takes me out to the ball game. Takes me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. Trump. If they don't win, it's a shame, because it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old game. <laughs> okay, Mike Pompe- Pompeo is out of there. He has struck out, so he uh, he's off our list now. And let's go to the others. We have Nikki Haley. She has three points. Good for you, Nikki. I mean, Nimrata. And uh, Mike Pence. Okay, Mike Pence. We, the man we all love. He's got three points. The guy who got booed at the NRA conference in his home gu- gubernatorial city of Indianapolis, Indiana. Mike Pence took the podium, said, hello, Indiana, and Indiana replied, boo, boo, boo. And there were something like 20,000 delegates there or attendees at the NRA convention. (laughs) Wow. Okay, now we have the next one, Ron DeSantis, otherwise known as Ron DeSanctimonious. And he has 11 points. Oh, he's doing better, isn't he? 11 points. All right, but now we get to the heart of the matter. Donald John Trump, how many endorsement points, congressmen, senators, governors, does Donald Trump have? 
Remember, Ron DeSantis, his principal rival, has 11. So do you think maybe Donald Trump has like four times that, like 44 maybe? Something like something something overwhelming? No, no, no. Donald Trump has 227 points. What is the multiple multiplier there? 20 times? It's about 20 times. 227 points. And it shows a big list of all his governors, senators, and congressmen, including all the congressmen from Florida, DeSantis' home state. He should have the, you know, they call that the favorite son uh, edge. <laughs> uh, he's like George McGovern, who couldn't even, I don't think George McGovern in his presidential run even carried his home state of South Dakota. Somebody who's more has better memory than I do will recall whether he, there was some very famous guy who couldn't even take his home state. So that's my opening good news. And what's wonderful about this, we talked about it yesterday. Let's let Donald Trump get all of the infighting and the the internal bloodletting over with quickly. Dispense with that way in advance so that it's just smooth sailing and we don't witness lots and lots of uh, Republican. And you see, of course, the people who will feed on this will be the media. The media will just love this. They'll go, oh, and they'll give interviews to whoever comes out, you know, uh, Nimrata Randawa, they'll, Nikki Haley. They'll, re- they'll interview her and they'll feature her and they'll put her up in high, you know, high prominence. And they'll make it look, wow, Donald Trump, he's struggling. Oh, he's gasping for air. He's down. He's up. He's down. He's up. He's down. And, uh, you know, all of it just fabricated. If you get it over with now, you don't give these rats in the media anything to work with. There is no, there is no Republican battle. Instead, there's the real battle, which is Donald Trump versus the deep state. And let Donald Trump, instead of having just a couple of months, you see, there are only a few months between the Republican convention and the general election. That's not enough time. The people have to be educated by many months of Donald Trump delivering the message at dozens and dozens of gatherings and on lots and lots of media. So that's what we want. And it looks like that's what we're going to get. This is So this is my opening good news for tonight. I think I'll be playing for good old, good old Mike Pence. Oh, yeah. What's the title of his new book? It's, uh, <laughs> so it is, you call Ron the Sanctimonious Sanctimonious. Mike Pence's title, let me, let me see if I can recall it to mind here. Uh, is something on the order of in the name of God, something like that. So I think it's so help me God. <laughs> what a title. I, I may be, let me see if I'm making that up. If I'm remembering that right. Uh, let me just look at the, look for the book. Don't worry, I'm not going to buy this book. <laughs> no way. I can't waste money like that. Although it might be a good laugh, you know. 
Okay, so let's see, Mike Pence, Mike Pence. I think that's actually the title. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> so help me God. It is his title. There it is. If you are dumb enough, gullible enough, you can get one. They're, they're regularly listed at $35 for hardcover, but they'll give you one for $19.93 at Amazon. Now, there's a good deal. How you know, pass up a good deal? Uh, and, uh, oh, my goodness. So help me God. And uh, let's just look and see how it's how they claim that it's selling. I, you can't trust these people. Of course, they're lying to you. How do you know they're lying? Because because their lips are moving. But let's see what they're claiming about this book. They're saying it's number 16 in the category of <clears throat> U.S. presidents. And in the, uh, okay, <laughs> Mike Pence, this is pathetic. In the top 100 ratings, where does Mike Pence place in the top 100? <laughs> Number 9,029. <laughs> 9,029. Mike Pence, hang it up, buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, uh... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay so that's there you go that's that and uh hopefully we'll we'll be playing for them the uh take me out to the ball game music all righty the uh okay let's go to our next next uh exciting thing and here now we are in the uh truthsocial.com there's a lot of good stuff tonight and the here's uh, the president's uh, among all these great endorsements are coming in here's uh mike waltz great floridian congressman just endorsed donald, donald trump uh and this is after Ron DeSantis has got a staff now frantically calling up all the Florida congressmen and women uh, and getting their, their score is zero. None, none are endorsing Ron DeSantis. So, uh, all right, let's go down, go down here a little further. Here is the, uh, Listen to this. This is the president, a message he, he's giving us all tonight. And he's talking about a excellent investigative journalist who is not even a Republican, not a Trump voter. He is Matt Taibbi, T-A-I-B-B-I, Matt Taibbi. He is one of the reporters to whom Elon Musk turned over the vast trove of Twitter messages that he uncovered because he, as he opened, as he bought Twitter. And Matt Taibbi honestly reported some of the remarkable things that he found. Now, for doing this, for telling the truth, oh, that is the most unforgivable sin in the District of Criminals is telling the truth. 
Matt Taibbi has been excoriated. He's been, they're trying to cancel him. Uh, the, uh, that Virgin Islands communist named Plaskett, a woman, a black woman named Plaskett, she actually told, she actually wrote a letter to Taibbi saying she wanted him sent to jail for, for his reporting. That's right. She wanted him sent to jail. Wow. All right. So here's what the president, now the president reacts to that. Here's what he says. So interesting to see the IRS make a strange house call. That was the title of the article by the Wall Street Journal on Matt Taibbi during his house testimony on Twitter and all of the bad things that the government has done. That is not a coincidence. It's just plain brazen and somewhat stupid. But even more brazen and stupid is the way they have handled me leaking information, which is totally illegal. Now, what the president is referring to is that on the same day that Matt, well, we'll come back to this, the Taibbi story right after this break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. 
All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Big John. Big John. Every morning at the mine, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed 245, kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. Big John. Big John. Big Bad John. Big bad John. That's Big Bad Donald big John. John. That is. Man, I've got that baritone going tonight. Whoa, we. <laughs> The uh, where did that voice come from? Those of you that have been listening to me on radio going back, you know, 15 years, actually, you can go back 20 years. Uh, this is not the voice I started with, something happened along the way, anyway. I'm liking it. The uh, hey, you know, you heard of the you know, that ad for the Valcombi vault, that gold that's sponsored here on. Republic Broadcasting, and you want to go to republicbroadcasting.org to get yourself some of that. If you have to happen to have any money, if you have any phony, funny money, any Federal Reserve notes, uh, <laughs> I don't happen to have any, but if you do, uh, you might feel better if you transferred them into silver or gold. And I'll tell you what, let's just look at the situation. Let's look at the numbers. During that break, I just, you know, pretending like I had somebody somebody with some money to buy some silver or gold, I looked at what would have happened. In the last five weeks, if you had bought silver, and gold moves pretty much, you know, in concert with silver, silver price rose 27% in the last five weeks. Man, that's smoking. That's good. So silver's on the move, gold, and gold is on the move. And, you know, the dollar is on the move, too. The Federal Reserve note is on the move, too. Down. And that's really what you're seeing, you know. The, the gold or the silver, it, the, the dollar as it drops in value, as it's inflated, as it crashes, as it's demonetized, uh, you know, take uh, separated from world reserve currency status by the new alignment of Russia, China, Brazil, India, and South Africa is part of that. The BRICS, um, you know, BRICS, what does it stand for? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Uh, they are, and, and now they have folded in the heart of the Middle East, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, which used to be very uh, deferential to the American dollar, 
Wow, did Joe Biden and the demon rats step in it. So much so that when Joe Biden went hat in hand on his knees to Saudi Arabia, the Saudis just basically told him to take a long hike off a short pier. <laughs> they gave him the, you know, they gave him the middle finger salute. And now they they are trading in the yuan, the Chinese yuan, the Russian ruble, uh, you know, and uh, what is the currency in India? Hmm. It's not the rupee, is it? I should I need to get conversant with these things. But in any way, in the event, those of you that bought silver on March twelfth at twenty dollars an ounce are now holding it at twenty five dollars and fifty cents five weeks later. That's the spot price, and of course there are you know very there are different ways to calculate whatever you buy and so on, but that's that gives you the gauge the gauges, the change that's occurred. So, wow. All right, where were we? Where was we? We were over here on truthsocial.com. We were listening to uh, Donald Trump. And here's what he has. Here's, here's what he was saying. And making a deal and then breaking it for strictly political reasons. I had a done deal before running for president. They broke it. They treated me worse than they treated the Tea Party or the evangelicals. Now, this is something uh, I think we're not privy to. He had some kind of a, an understanding with the Biden rats uh, as he left the White House. I think he had some kind of an understanding. They broke it. You know, they, they are always lying. They are always betraying. I could have easily made a very good deal with the IRS during my four years as president, but I thought it would be... Oh, and now we see what he's talking about. The, in the, the IRS having some kind of a, you know, uh, you know, some kind of a phony case with Donald Trump, he could have done that during his presidency. He thought these would be honorable people, and he could defer it till after he left the White House. No, no, no inappropriate to do so maybe a conflict of interest i didn't want that besides i already had a deal from before my presidency a deal which they chose not to honor so now i'm demanding the original deal without late changes and the rules and regulations so that deal would be harder to make most people would say that after watching the biden family take advantage of government i should have made a deal during my term to me, it was a conflict. I thought it was inappropriate, so I didn't... See, what's, what's our president saying? Hey, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> so, you've all experienced that. Uh, let me cut to the end of this message. Here we go. Didn't do so. But this is the price you pay for being honest in the USA of today. We're going to straighten out our country. We're going to make it stronger than ever before. We're going to put America first. We're going to make America great again. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love how he ends these, these new short messages. Thank you very much. And, of course, he is communicating. He, he says it over and over again. If we don't get this fixed, uh, America's finished. And I read this title last night. I haven't read the book yet. Where is it? Here it is over here. 
a new book I got in the mail. Uh, here it is. Uh, here it is. Final Battle. The Next Election Could Be the Last by David Horowitz. Now, he, that says it all right there. The next election could be the last. And David Horowitz will, has enlisted himself fully in the campaign to get our president reelected. Putting out such things as this book and running his organization. Uh, here's what... Uh, Peter Schweitzer, Peter Schweitzer, one of our best, one of our best patriots, says Peter Schweitzer, factually rigorous and meticulously documented final battle is the most devastating indictment of the Democratic Party that has yet appeared, and an ominous warning about what the future may hold if the present course is not reversed. Don't miss it. It's Peter Schweitzer. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. These are all people who, who are working eight days a week to get Donald Trump back in the White House. Dinesh D'Souza says, with his trademark incisiveness and clarity, David Horowitz exposes the outrages perpetrated by the Biden administration and the Democratic left, which are maddening in themselves, but are made all the more chilling because they seem to be part of a project to establish a one-party socialist state in America. We cannot let this happen. And uh, Dennis Prager, all of you should be familiar with Dennis Prager, the, the founder of Prager University. And uh, D'Souza, I've never been on, I've never met Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, I have been on the Dennis Prager radio show way back when, way long ago, <laughs> in the, sometime in the 20th century. Uh, but uh, Prager says, it is one of the many credits of David Horowitz's powerful book that after reading it, one no longer regards the subtitle as hyperbole. Let me read that again. The next election could be the last. No one spells out these perils more clearly than David Horowitz. Final battle. Maybe that's a great title may be the most devastating book-length indictment of the Democratic Party yet written. The book is so important, many parts of it are worth committing to memory. Now, I've never heard anybody say that about a book. And, and Dennis Prager is not a, he is not a uh, hyperbolic guy. He, he's not, and he's not a, uh, He's an honest guy. The book is so important, many parts of it are worth committing to memory. This is nothing less than a handbook for the salvation of the United States of America. Wow. I'm, not, I'm really glad I bought the book. I haven't read it yet. I, I, I'm not going to be able to restrain myself tonight. This is, this is really something. This is my old buddy, from after just after high school and college. Huh. All right. Okay, so there's that. 
final battle. Okay, let's look and see what the president's up to here. Some more uh, messaging to us. Uh, oh, event coming up. Event alert. Donald Trump is coming to New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire, on April 27th. That's in one week. He will be in Manchester at the oh, you lucky New Hampshireites and Vermonters up there. Uh, what do Mainers call themselves? Mainers. Manians? Maniacs? No. Uh, certainly not mainstreamers. Uh, he will be in Manchester, New Hampshire at the... What's the name of it? The Armory at the Doubletree. The, the Armory at the Doubletree. And you can get your free tickets... I don't know what the venue is. Is it a big arena? Is it a convention center? But you can get your free tickets by going to donaldjtrump.com, click on the events tab, and you can get two tickets for free just by giving an email address in there. It's at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on April 27th, which should be on a Thursday, I think. Is this? I think that's a Thursday, is it not? So, you lucky New Englanders, I would get there. If I lived anywhere closer than the New York state line, I'd drive up to that thing. Anywhere in New England, I'd, I'd make myself, uh, I'd, get, I'd get to Manchester. All right. So, the president writes today, this is written today, great new poll just out in New Hampshire. Trump. 51%, and then I'm reading it the way it's written, De Sanctimonious, 18%. <laughs> A 33-point lead. Sununu, that's the governor of New Hampshire. Sununu is at 10%. And then the president signs off with, thank you. Okay, let's see what else he has to write today. Let's find something else for you. Another gem for you. Here's a message he delivered today. Here he comes. There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system. And it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As president, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that this country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. By refusing to charge countless crimes, 
These Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based on illegal racial discrimination. In Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide. In addition, we will have a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it and we will hold them totally accountable. Okay, that's beautiful. Now, the uh, uh, by the way, line up that support for Republic Broadcasting. Our engineer just skipped a you know commercial break. That's source of income. So you need to make that up with something that you buy at republicbroadcasting.org, something you contribute. You can do it. The uh, I, I saw another one, uh, another great thing today, and I should have this. I should have the clip and play it for you, and I, I don't have it. But here is my recollection of it, my rendition of it. It features two people, both named Green. Congressman Mark Green. I don't know much about him at all. I don't even know what state. I I think he's from Tennessee. Help me out if any of you know it. I think he's from Tennessee, Mark Green. And this is shameful because Tennessee is patriot country. But this guy, Mark Green, is a puke. (laughs) I mean, he is a he is a hurl. He is disgusting. He's a poor excuse for a man, Mark Green. There was a a House hearing at which another Green, this one, a great one, Marjorie Taylor Green, and Marjorie Taylor spells her name Green, G-R-E-E-N-E. She adds an E. She is the congresswoman from the northwest corner of Georgia, she is, as you know, she is, is she my top favorite in all of government? As she might be. Jim Jordan, maybe. Matt Gates, maybe. Marjorie Taylor Greene, maybe. I love them all. But anyway, Marjorie Taylor Greene was grilling this director of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. And who can remember his name, actually? What is his first name? I, I mean, all of these Biden people, are it's hard to remember. Like Merrick Garland, I had the hardest time remembering his name. Uh, Mayorkas, some, I don't know. But anyway, you, you know who I'm talking about. This guy that looks like, what does he look like? Like all of these Biden appointees, he looks like a zombie. He doesn't look like a a man or a normal person or a normal woman. He looks like a freak. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is grilling him. 
in front of a Republican majority congressional committee, which is now able to conduct investigation because Republicans are in the majority, something like something like 222 to 211, their, their majority in Congress. It's slim, but it's there. And so she's just plastering Mayorkas. And then Mayorkas, she asks a question, and then Mayorkas just in your face lies to her. Uh, about the border. And uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is particularly uh, incensed about the deaths, I believe it's 300 per day, Americans who die of fentanyl, ingesting fentanyl, which the red Chinese communist CCP government is deliberately loading into the United States in huge quantities, something 50 times more lethal than heroin, I think, 100 times, I think, more lethal than morphine. And children are getting this, manufactured in China, just the tiniest dot of this fentanyl coming across the open border, manufactured by the Chinese, handled through their agents, the cartels, brought a course across our totally open border and now flooding all across America and hitting elementary schools across America. Marjorie Taylor Greene was ripping this guy apart as the piece of crap that he is, the moral piece of garbage. Mayorkas, like all of the other Biden uh, officials, a piece of crap. A human waste. A criminal. Every one of them. Mayorkas. She was drilling him down. She was dressing him down. And then he started to lie. And she, you know what she said? It was so beautiful. It was my highlight for today. She leaned into her microphone and said, You're lying. No, no, no. Correction. You're a liar. Even stronger. You're a liar. I loved it. It was wonderful. I mean, it was so beautiful. Then, what happened next? Uh, I, I can't remember his name, but one of the demon rats objected. And he said, I, 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 I motioned to take down the words of Congresswoman Green. I motioned to take down her words. In other words, slap her down. And, you know, a ridiculous motion. Uh, and he said, "We, it is not proper to call a witness a liar. That is improper to call a witness, who, who has just lied, by the way, to call him a liar. But now here's, so that's a good story there. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, you've got Mayorkas, you got the demon rat. But then you got, there's even more interest to this story because the chairman, the chairman of the committee sits down and his name is Mark Green and he's a Republican and he has to rule on whether her, her words are to be taken down. And let me tell you, for her words to be taken down means that she is not allowed 
if her words are taken down, well, Mark Green took them down. The piece of garbage, no better than Mayorkas, no better than Mayorkas, worse than Mayorkas, the rhino Republican piece of crap. He took her words down. And you know what his ruling also included? He said uh, he had a bunch of uh, toadying, butt-kissing staffers around him of quickly fumbling through papers and putting them in front of his face. He says, uh, per the blah, 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 he says, according to such and such, Congresswoman Taylor Green will not be allowed to participate in this hearing. Whoa! Whoa! You communist rat! You rhino! You worse than Democrat Republican! And this guy's the chairman of the committee. And I forgot which what committee it was. I think it's, it's an important committee. And he actually muzzled Marjorie Taylor Greene at the behest of uh, some, you know, pathetic piece of garbage Democrat. Now, there in, in that little, you know, to see the, uh, uh, you know, what did um, Blake say? It's been so many years since I read William Blake. Something to hold the world in your hand, the palm of your hand, or to see the the world or the universe in a grain of sand. That little anecdote contains it all. Are we riding out of time? Yes, we are. Well, thank you for joining me today. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow night, Friday. We'll see you again. So long for now. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you, so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Extend You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle it.